Yo, what up, Street Talks, Eric Kim, or The Thought. This one is regarding the future of living. So this is something that's actually quite interesting to me because... Yo, what up, Street Talks, Eric Kim, or this is regarding the future of living, and I'll tell you why this is so interesting to me. So, I think we all kind of want to move to these like luxury places or, or you know buy a big ass house because we think that the domicile or the, the house or the home we live in is gonna augment our happiness. I think that's the goal. Because you know a lot of people they think it's like, oh you know, like I think a lot of people are like, oh you know, like um, a lot of having a big house is like virtue signaling. Yes, but I think the, the real end goal is we think that having house or whatever, X, Y, and Z, is going to augment our happiness. So the question is, does our home or whatever actually augment our happiness? Yes, uh, yes and no, and if so, how so, how not so. So just some, some turbo thoughts. So one of the thoughts I have is, Kind of first and foremost, there are certainly, there's a hierarchy of living situations, right? So like basic things is, if you live in a situation where you, uh, if you live in a situation where uh, you kind of, uh, so like for me, uh, a lot of it versus cleanliness and hygiene is actually really important. So I had the very huge misfortune of staying at an Airbnb and uh, I was in Mexico City. The photos looked fantastic, but in fact, it was an old place. And it was just so dusty and I couldn't even sleep. It was like the most horrible experience of my life, uh, my life because the, um, the dustiness was just like, I literally couldn't breathe and I have pretty bad allergies, so that wasn't that wasn't so good. So cleanliness and hygiene is, is important. And it does seem like the benefit of living into these newer luxury apartments or lofts or whatever is they tend to have been built earlier, which not always true, but typically that means they're just more hygienic. Um, I think the big issue, especially here on the East Coast or some uh, countries, even in Kyoto and stuff like that, there's lots of issues with mold because, you know, if there's poor ventilation or if there's um, lack of airflow or the places are old or it's kind of in places where it's hot, humid, or rainy, mold tends to collect. And the downside of mold, obviously, is that that kind of ruins your life because it's actually legitimately bad for your health. So first and foremost, basic stuff, mold, cleanliness, hygiene, and stuff like that. So, okay, so continuing. Um, then it's also important that, like, you know, in real estate, they often say location, location, location. I think that is true, but even more important than that maybe is quiet, quiet, quiet. Like, one of the biggest downsides of living in a city or a place where it's too loud. Apparently humans were good at adapting to almost everything. 
except really loud noises. And I've, I've actually read that like, apparently the big problem like, you know, living in the hood or living in a bad neighborhood is if you hear gunshots going off all the time or, you know, speed racers driving on by, you just can't sleep. And as a kid, you need to sleep well in order to recover and to augment your memories. Um, and apparently a lot of the science about sleep research is that sleep is an essential part of uh, memory formation. And actually, the ancient Greeks actually thought that um, intelligence and memory was the same thing. So now in today's world where you don't gotta remember none, because of Google, I wonder if they're actually becoming less intelligent is one of my uh, theories, but anyways. So, what are we to do about that? So, living in a place with, that's quiet, it seems to be really important. And you know, I'm all for natural light and stuff like that. That's also something I, I value highly, but I think if you have, like, sometimes there's third options, but let's say you had the option of being a place that has no natural light but is quiet, or a place with lots of great natural life but is loud, always choose a place that is quiet because if you want natural light, you could just leave your house and leave your apartment. But, when it comes to noise, you cannot really cancel out the noise. I mean, I personally use uh, headphones, or not headphones, uh, earplugs. I, I like the Heroes brand on um, Amazon H-E-A-R-O-S E-O-E-S, just like the, the blue colored ones, they seem to work uh, pretty good. But, man, I'm starting to think that truly, 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 the greatest blessing in human life is just a good night's sleep. You know, people are now spending hella money on these sleep trackers and the watches and stuff like that. I found that a via negativa approach is best to get sleep. So, you know, don't have coffee or caffeine after, uh, After dinner, seems like a pretty easy one. Um, you know, just after dinner, just don't look at screens or check email or do none of that BS. Um, also, contrary to popular belief, I think actually watching Netflix or YouTube or videos and movies and stuff like that in the evening is the worst idea because that's it's you see all this movement and audiovisual stimulation that that shit keeps you up it's actually probably more effective to watch movies or videos in the middle of the day to actually act as a visual stimulus to get you moving rather than watching it late at night where you just can't sleep so um that's an issue um also um I think uh, another huge thing is actually changing the culture. So like now at night, I try to close the blinds and pull out the, the bed at around like 7.30ish. And you now studying uh, Tom Brady, who's, dude, this guy is, is a G like, what well, he's like in his mid forties, like what, 44 or something now? The guy drinks no caffeine, gets into bed every day at like 7.30 and wakes up at like 6, so he probably sleeps like, what, 10-12 hours a night. But for, um, so Tom, Tom Brady does it good, right? So maybe, what makes us that different from 
elite athletes. I think we should actually maybe uh, adopt a similar uh, mindset where you should pursue your life in accordance where the sweet, sweet deep. Um, pursue your life in accordance with this, where you put prize your sleep, your wakefulness, your energies above all. Sweet Corvette. Ooh. Oh man, it's automatic. Auto tragic as they, they say in the some places. So, anyways, um, I think it's just uh, yeah, it's it's really important for us to you know optimize our lives for better sleep, optimize our our, our life for less noisiness, and also uh, yo simple pro tip: don't live nowhere that actually has construction around you. Um, and I've also found that if you have the option. If you have the option of having a minimalist luxury apartment, I think this is actually a really good option. So the upside of having a minimalist luxury apartment is typically the square footage is much smaller, but if you could opt for smaller square footage but higher quality or hygiene or... So the huge benefit of having a place that's a luxury apartment that's uh, much smaller in size but higher in quality is that you know it simplifies your life it actually does legitimately improve your life so for example i found it hugely beneficial to live in a minimalist apartment that has a fucking washer and dryer inside oh my god this made my life so much better if that's also another thing i could optimize for try to get an apartment with a washer and dryer and this will allow you to uh not fucking plan a whole Saturday to just get quarters and go to no stupid laundry machine and having to wait for that. So that seems uh, hugely beneficial. And I don't know, like based on my experiences too, I'm trying to think the whole uh, home ownership thing is a scam, you know, invented by the banks and the real estate companies and the, the universities, higher ed, education, politicians, whatever, to get people to take out ridiculous loans to have you forever become a surf or indentured servant to the land, raise property values, and um, continue the, the scheme, which is, you know, politicians who are also real estate developers or venture capitalists get into office, give favorable tax write-offs or um, benefits to um, companies, which is pro-capitalism and business, and, uh, or just kind of collect a nice you know, speaking fees after they're out of office, whatever it may be, but anyways. So, what is we to do about it? Then, oh, this, so this is also a friend, uh, tip from my friend uh, Todd. So another pro tip from my friend uh, Todd Hatta, T-O-D-D space H-A-T-A, search him on YouTube. So, better to choose the cheapest luxury thing than the most expensive basic thing. So for example, if you want the best quality, buy the cheapest Tesla, buy a used Tesla, go on Craigslist, or even go to the Tesla website, then buy the most expensive Toyota Camry. Seems like, makes sense. Or, you know, we all know Lexus is owned by Toyota, or just buying the cheapest Lexus, the cheapest used Lexus you can buy, seems like the, the best option. Or even, if you want to buy Apple products, the best deal to get is buy a, a refurbished iPhone or a refurbished MacBook Pro maxed out rather than buying the most expensive PC. So it seems like to be a, 
or even if you want the best lens probably buy the best you know used Leica M lens and to buy the brand newest, newest Canon lens whatever maybe but anyways so and also this could, this could also probably work well with the uh, digital cameras better to buy a used Leica M9 and the best used Leica M lens than to buy brand new Leicas or even to buy the brand newest. Ah yeah, so going back to the thought at hand. So yeah, then also it seems like it makes more sense to uh, you know buy the cheapest used Leica with the cheapest used Leica M lens and buy the brand newest Fuji camera or whatever. Um, Cause, or like if you wanted to buy a Porsche or something like that, just get a used 911 on Craigslist. The funny thing is with luxury goods, most people who own the luxury goods tend to baby them. So even in my experiences, like even shout out to my homeboy um, Bellamy Hunt, japancamerahunter.com, uh, getting my used like MP film one, you know, it was essentially mint from the old user, um, some Japanese dude, right? And even the, the like the Sumacron lens, 35mm f2 a spherical. Uh, shout out to my friend Todd Hada for helping me get it. So yeah, just in praise for getting uh, used things, getting praise of getting used luxury goods is probably a better deal than buying new whatever stuff.